What's up, y'all? It's your girl, Brianna J from the Triple D, Dallas, Texas. I'm here with Millennials in Motion, where we give you the real, relatable, and entertaining spill about adulthood. Let me have my co-hosts introduce themselves. What's up, family? It's your girl, Camille. Hey, y'all. It's Nyla. Hear ye, hear ye. It's Haji um, from Orlando, Florida. <laughs> Hey, 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 what's good, man? It's your boy Molly Mar from the 305, a.k.a. Mr. Brandon Campus Alive, the hottest personality on 90.5, man. Yo, what's good, y'all? I always spit the truth. If I'm lying, I'm flying. It's your boy Ryan here on the 90.5 Flavor Station, Millennials in Motion. I got my intro. <laughs> nah, shout out to Haji. No, Haji got me right. I ain't gonna lie. I did not make this up on my own. Haji got me right. We're good with words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She got the flow type. You have to give me one. I need one too. I'm saying. I'm talking about, hey, it's Nyla. That's so lame. That's so lame. You gotta say something pumping though, you feel me? You right, but I don't know how to play that. Like, You know what I be saying? It's pumping up from pumping up. Ew. <laughs> Well, I be saying, okay, well, this is just Broward, but I be like, yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy, Ryan, coming from Broward County, Florida, the only place where we jip and jive on I-95. Ah, that's <laughs> not so no count. Yeah. <laughs> well, something like that, you feel me? But anyways, um, appreciate y'all for tuning back in to the show, as always. And the first topic we're going to get into is why do we feel like it's necessary to break each other down, to build each other up, rather than building upon what's established in the black community? So to kind of further elaborate on that question, I was having a conversation with one of my brothers and... It kind of was in relation to kind of our parents granting whoopings to their kids um, and how they disciplined them or just initially how they verbally, I won't say verbally abused, but how they'll choose their words to kind of uplift their children. And my point was pretty much to the fact that where why does it come to the fact that where parents or just individuals within our community feels like it's necessary to state upon different people in regards to breaking them down to build them up into a new person where rather than just taking certain factors of that person and changing it or tweaking it to better them rather than having to just knock down the whole foundation so let me know what y'all think of y'all thoughts on that Ryan, I think um, in America we all have very similar black backgrounds as black people and um you know, simple stuff like not wearing shoes when you come in the house or like just certain stuff. But being that it's a regional thing, like our culture, sometimes people feel like it is necessary to just start from scratch. And if the person isn't your parent, the only way they can start from scratch is by breaking you down because they didn't have that opportunity to, um, you know, raise you like your parent did. So anything like when you go on the workplace or mm -hmm. when you're joining something or when you're playing a sport or anything like people yell at you or like they they try to like break you down like mentally they try to find your weakness even like in the military and stuff like and they try to bring you very 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 low and then when they feel like okay it's time for them to start learning what i learned then they want to build you up i think it's just so they can have a clean slate personally i'm sorry no. personally i don't agree with breaking the person down but i do understand that you're trying to build like thick skin and mm -hmm. prepare them for the real world because as a black person in america life is hard people are gonna pick you second all the time and this that and a third so i understand but i don't necessarily believe that if i was to have a child right now i'm gonna be like oh let me be mean to them or let me punish them or make life hard for them because that's how it's gonna be in the real world no we need to be trying to get away from that mindset right because my main thing i was thinking about is everybody isn't the same everybody is different they have different circumstances they have different factors within their lives that make them different and unique from everybody else so 
just trying to use the same procedure towards everybody with the concept of breaking them down completely to build them back up into a newer and a better person. I don't think that procedure or the idea really works with everybody because of the fact that, you know, people grow up in different environments. They have different circumstances in their lives to where I feel like your methods of trying to break them down, that may cause more pain than actually improvement. If you get what I'm saying, like how you were saying, Haji in the military, how they may have particular methods to uplift. I'm sorry particular methods to break them down in order to kind of rebuild that person into a newer and a better individual i feel like there's a risk in the process of actually just breaking them as a whole because what you're doing could possibly trigger a certain trauma or pain that might just ignite that pain a little bit more rather than removing removing it or separating it if that makes sense right <laughs> yeah uh <laughs> Bro, 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 y'all. I don't. I held my breath. <laughs> no, why I held my breath too? Why? I'm saying it's like I was like. We just talked about the breathing too, boy. <laughs> it's all right. I'm gonna try. Okay, edit all that out. Edit all that out. Okay, let's take a pause so that we can get back. All right. But yes, yeah, so Ryan, I agree with you on that because. um the thing about breaking somebody down to build them up, how do you know that you're not doing irreversible damage? Mm. Right, because that's traumatic. Yeah. If your parent is always constantly on your on you, then you're gonna grow up thinking that the world is against you, that nothing can go right. But really, yes, the world is bad, but there is some good to it. Mm-hmm. So, hmm, I feel like my focus would be on the good parts of the life. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put you into the world as a gullible person. You thinking that the world is sunshine and roses, right? But that doesn't have to be the forefront of a four year old or a six year old's mind or a so little kid. My question would be like, if we all collectively, say, if everybody in the whole world decided they were gonna just be better parents, right? Right. Um, which will never be- happen. <laughs> Everybody's definition of good of good is different. I think that's the problem. But yeah. um say if that were to happen, what could we do collectively to make sure that um not to come for the military, but that's just one example that I can think of. To make sure that those type of institutions could go easy on people or just not uphold that ideology that you have to break somebody down. Because I feel like if somebody wants to be a part of something, they're going to want to be a part of it. Like, if your kid wants to be disobedient or wants to be obedient, it's going to be the same either way. So what could we do to influence other people to, like, I guess, be nicer? Can we really go into breaking somebody down? Because I feel like it, it can get misconstrued when you say breaking down. And sometimes some people are just being tough because you could use the military, for instance, but you could also use sports. So let's just say like a coach mm-hmm. could right. be very hard on you. And, and if you just come into a practice, and you never played that sport before or been with that coach. You'll be like, dang, like this coach me, like he breaking us down. Da, da, da. But it's just tough. Like they just tough. So yeah, but that's still yeah. Lot, something though, that popped like, in my head was <laughs> Greek organizations. You know how mm-hmm. pledging and all that stuff. They talk about breaking it down to make sure that you're committed. So, but I feel like is it a thin, is there a thin line never, between love and hate or what? Y'all ever seen the uh, the Karate Kid? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You feel me? What? <laughs> 
Wait, can you elaborate on what what you're referring all to right, with the Karate right, Kid? All right, all, right, all, right. all right, what's his what's what's the man name? Mr. Wasabi. <laughs> no, no. I don't think that's his no. name. It's like what? Miyagi. Miyagi. Mr. Miyagi. Wasabi. What? Wasabi oh, is most definitely the green thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the hot sauce. That's all funny. Right. <laughs> Mr. Miyagi, you feel me? He was like, he was real tough on, tough on him at first, you know, with the the wax on, the wax off. He was getting frustrated. He was like, why am I doing this? Like, you feel me? Mm-hmm. But for him, it was a, it was a bigger picture behind it. He mm-hmm. seen the purpose. He knew what it was for. So you know, it was just a matter of putting him through the process. So he, so he gets it. Even though you may not understand it at the time, the person you know that's leading you has a little bit more experience a little bit more knowledge so not all the time where you see the purpose but i I will say there are times where you know they break you down a lot yeah like a lot a lot further than you know need be um but i think i mean the reason i said it was different is because from watching karate kid to me it didn't give he broke him down to me it just gave that boy was crying he He was was on his knees crying because he was already getting bullied and he's coming to Mr. But yeah, Miyagi like but, teach me how to fight. Mr. Miyagi was teaching him how to fight. But Mr. One, Mr. Miyagi ain't even want to teach him at first. He was like, Facts. He didn't so, want to teach him. So he but, had to break him down. In the beginning, he was like, yeah. All right, you got to show me you want this. Yeah. Okay, we talking about old school credit or new school, school down. Down. I mean, both. both. <laughs> to be honest, that's a great question. But yeah, but when I think of breaking down, I think of I hate to keep bringing up the military, but I just think of it that like like that because they sitting up, you stand at attention, and they just cussing you out for no reason. You're not doing anything. Yeah. I think I do think it's different like too. with Karate Kid yeah. he was like wax on wax off obviously in hindsight you see that eventually that wax on wax off is gonna be a karate no you don't see that <laughs> ain't gonna lie if a man told you stand right here in front of this rack take your jacket off and put it back on 30 times you gonna be like okay but I would rather that than I'm standing still just getting cussed out cause I'm understandable here. so are you saying that if there's an intention or a purpose behind their madness then that justifies what they're doing it can potentially, but that's what I was saying. It gives it a reason behind it, though. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I can see my improvement when I go. Yeah, but yeah, like, like you uh, can see, it's it's, it's but, for but that's a the purpose. thing. You're not always going to know, you know, that there's an intent behind it. That's but some true. people but go, how can you explain you screaming at somebody standing still? Mental toughness. So okay, let me okay. That's so a let, different realm, though. So like, let me ask this then. <laughs> so if you don't understand what's the right or the wrong behind what they're doing, then how do you kind of justify whether it is actually right or wrong i think it's because when you want to be a part of something or um especially with the karate situation like he sees the people that are doing karate and he's seeing that okay this is his pupil and they did this then i'm gonna do what they did because eventually i'm gonna look like how they look so i think that's what that's what makes you think okay this is right this is wrong you wouldn't take that from just any old man on the street Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm, for sure okay we're gonna get into the next topic so the next topic brie this is actually your topic how does texturism and colorism affect black women okay let me get some background so when i thought of this question i was thinking more so of uh we're in a colorism epidemic mm. we're back in it we, mm. almost, we almost made it out almost so yeah. close so close and i consider myself brown skin mm-hmm. borderline light skin so i think when you are of that color 
you have some privileges. People, um, people, I don't know the right word, but it is harder for dark skinned women, which I feel it like is. it is, that's not fair, one, but I don't know what we can do as a community to fix it. Okay, I got a question for y'all. Okay. Why is it, do you, why is it, do you guys think that, you know, men kind of tend to more like, you know, give in to lighter tone women? I think it's because of self hate deep down. Um, <sighs> I remember when I was in middle school, people were asking, like, our, our not our professors, our teachers, they were mm-hmm. like, so what makes you want to date somebody outside your race? Or what makes mm-hmm. you want to date somebody who's lighter skin? And all the guys would say is, oh, I just don't want a baby to be black. What? Yeah, that's what guys say, especially in Florida. I hate that. I have heard that. And then think about it in middle school, and well, not really middle school. If they was doing middle school, then they childish. But high school, not high school either. (laughs) Elementary school, um, the little kids will be chasing the girls or the boys. Be like, oh, you blacky, like yeah, (laughs) you burnt this skin, like so. Kids are doing this at such a young age that it just transforms. Y'all think think kids still do that? Yes, yes. If not, no kids is. Way worse yeah, now. Worse now, but they have social media on their side, so they got they use insults from like Texas. It don't matter where you. <laughs> I gotta ask my little brother. But <laughs> you're like, I'll sit through that in school. Yeah, like when they turn the lights off, they be like, "Where you? You, you yeah. disappeared? Where are you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now well, you know they still say that. But uh, <laughs> now, that was that was a legend. They they're never letting that one go. So what do y'all think is the difference between colorism and a preference? Okay. 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 <laughs> oh. I don't think preference can be a skin tone. I'm sorry. But well, I don't believe that I, I can be a skin. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't you can so gravitate toward people just naturally. Like, you just gravitate toward, like, all my friends. I I think I only have one light skin friend. It's not intentional, though. Mm. But I just only have one light skin friend. It's my roommate. Can I be, but, can I be completely transparent and honest with you guys? You can tell us your preference? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. But what I am going to tell you guys is that growing up, right, I will say that, well, at least I believed, I don't think. I was, you know, the most attractive kid. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta build the story. <laughs> yeah, it has to, it has yeah, to make sense. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, growing up, I don't think I was the most attractive kid, but I will say uh, attractive. I was always attracted to black girls, but I will say at an adolescent age, I don't think like black young girls, because of the way that their parents, like their mothers, have always been, you know, they've always had to be independent. They've always had to be strong. I don't need a man for anything. I think when you, like me, as a man that would try to express attraction or feelings to a younger black girl, I think that's the reason why, like, they tend to, like, kind of reject more, right? Because of that, me as a child, I'm saying child, this is like, what, middle school, sixth, that's, seventh that's grade Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but not like child, child. You feel me? You get yeah, what I'm trying yeah, to say? Yeah. So, um, but because of that, it's like, okay, the black girls don't want me. Okay, but, so but 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 look but look but look, but look no that's but what no, I was but say. that's what I'm saying. This has nothing to do with preference. Right. But I'm just saying it was it was like dang the black girls don't want me. But when I look at the Hispanics and the, they like drooling like so are they drooling for the right reasons? But, but 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 look, you have to realize as a kid you don't understand that. 
So, um, you feel me? Now, of course, now I understand. You feel me? I see the bigger picture. I understand the whole dynamic of everything. So it's, you know, it's not the same. But as a kid, it's like, well, I'm going to go where I'm wanted. Right. So, right. you know, growing up, I was in a relationship with um, a mixed girl. Her mom was light skinned. Her, her dad was uh, white. So, you know, she was she was a little bit brighter. And after that, I was talking to like another Hispanic girl. So like people kind of was like, oh, Jamal, you like you like white girls. And I'm like, <laughs> like in my head, I'm like, I know that's not the case. Like, I, I got I love, the same thing too, like, man. You, like, I love <laughs> black women, but it's just like, it seems as if every time... I was to express interest or shoot my shot. I was just like, dang. He's like, that's like the best you could. You're like, yeah, yeah exactly, yeah. exactly. So yeah, that's really what I wanted to. But me. you see, my problem comes when guys say, "Oh, my preference is I don't like black women." Mm-hmm. Or why are why do you have to bring up black women in order to express your preference? Your preference? Like they'll be I, like, "That's understandable." Oh, you women. like you only like white women? Oh, yeah, because black women are so loud. Okay, babe, we, we weren't even talking about the. Yeah, we weren't talking about the black. When we that's were talking about the white woman that you like to date, so why do you have to constantly bring up a black woman in there? Mm. Oh, they're not submissive. They're loud. They're- but look, 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 you see the, the the point you just made the whole submissive thing. Like I said, so from a very young age, it's been rooted in black women that you have to be independent. You have to be strong. You can do it by yourself. You don't need a man's help. I don't help. think so. You don't. Y'all don't think so. I know. I, I I agree with that, but I don't think that's why people not really submissive. It's like no, no. I'm not even saying this whole submissive thing. I'm mm-hmm. just saying like now. Naturally, I feel like it's kind of like a like a, a I would say a little bit of a defense mechanism I in agree. a sense. Yeah. Like it's it's just like it's what they know. It's like it's it's kind of like you know, it's like having a man would be nice, but I don't. Really but need I, I don't need. One. But why is like other why is that a turn off? Other races are raised because you need a man. I'm gonna tell you why. Like, I'm gonna tell you why. But look, like Haji said, other races are raised like oh. You grow up, you find a, a nice, successful man that takes care of you, makes sure you're okay, protects you, etc. Yada yada. Black women is like it's the you gotta the take opposite. care of yourself, right? Right. So because of that, as a as a man, because at the end of the day, whether we're a black man, white man, you feel me, we're a man. At the end of the day, we want a woman to submit. So they want to feel needed. They, we want to feel needed, and right. I, I'm gonna be so real. Bad. The only things in this world that are loved unconditionally are women, dogs, and children. Men are only loved under the condition that they can provide something. True. Say it again. Say that again. Say that again. Men I don't think they only, heard you. Men are only Calm men down. are only loved under the condition that they can provide something, whether it be emotional support, whether it be financial support, whether it be physical protection, whether it be um you know just a uh, strength like you know hands on. I'm gonna drop another bomb. I gotta drop just because just because Jamal Jamal his sound I gotta, I gotta drop a bomb. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> but, yeah. What you're saying yeah. is correct. How However, um, from a woman's standpoint, especially a black woman in America, mm-hmm. word of the day, but, mm-hmm. um, the paradigm has shifted a lot, especially um, since like the civil rights movement and everything like that with the Welfare Act and the men not being able to be at home, all that. Look that up if y'all don't know about that. But I'm all I'm saying is women and men in the black community have somehow switched the role when it's compared to like European like family dynamic mm. so usually you have the man he brings home the bacon then the wife she's a housewife she takes care of kids right. blah 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 right now you see a lot of women who don't even really care about being married care about like some women mm-hmm. be like okay I don't mind being a single parent because mm-hmm. I'm making all the money so with that going on like as you saying like men are only loved conditionally mm-hmm. women it's the same way especially black women they only want black women for what well y'all y'all only want black women for what y'all want black women for it's never just mm-hmm. um, 
I agree. I feel like that's what no. it is. So wait, okay. This is how I look at it. When I when I have a, a interest in a certain woman, or I'll say specifically with black women, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say I I have a preference or interest because of just initially, you know, what they have to offer per se, but I have a particular standard. You feel me? So would it be wrong initially of the fact that because I have a standard for that woman, and this could kind of be in reverse roles too, but because I have a certain standard, that's because why I'm kind of drawn near, I'm drawn closer towards them than other women or? What's What's the standard? standard? (laughs) (laughs) See, I'm 20 years old. I'm still trying to figure that out. You feel me? But I'm not, I'm just saying particularly not. Oh, I see. You said, what don't I want? I think of what you do want. What don't you want? What I what I don't want. I will say at the very least, I don't want a woman who, who only going to want me for my needs or what I have. Yes. Listen, mm-hmm. I will say. Okay. But then y'all say y'all want, y'all want a woman to be submissive and y'all want. I didn't to, say that. I didn't wait, say that. Ryan okay, didn't but, say but that. But this generation, this generation want women to be submissive. They want women to want mm-hmm. the man to take care of everything. But then when the woman is asking for the money to no, no, get the stuff listen, done, listen, y'all like whoa 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 go nigga go nigga listen, like, listen listen y'all listen, can't have listen, the best of both ways listen listen had a cake and eat not, it too y'all not going about this right Ooh. listen okay so <laughs> y'all y'all be on youtube tiktok y'all know y'all see the uh a young man will approach a lady how you doing you look beautiful what's your name mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. no i'm good blah 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 okay that's cool he walks away <laughs> to, his, to his to his uh ferrari oh, yeah oh Actors, they black are. girl right here. Bro, look how she's dressed. She's not black going girl anywhere. right here. Bro, they're on the beach. Like <laughs> black girl right here. They picked her up. Like be for real. Man. It was like, hey, could you say Either this way. in my video? It's not even about. <laughs> I don't think the principle still stands though. Listen, 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 listen. Has listen, that's not that's not the problem at all. Whatsoever. Whatsoever. I understand. Every woman wants a man that has some type of status, some type of, you know, they, they have something to provide. That's right. that's understandable. The problem approaches, right? When it's like, okay, men, we come for women for usually emotional comfort because honestly, men are able to be completely transparent and open with, you know, certain things. And they feel like they can only do that with a woman counterpart. So, uh, I mean, which which is not necessarily true. You know, I feel like men should, should break down like this. This whole toxic masculinity thing and like be able to open up yeah. to their you know other they homeboys yeah you feel me but that's just hey I, that's still in the works you feel me still in the works i think too often women have to lower their standards i agree why do y'all have to no 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 why do you have to no we won't have a man True. how do you know that how do you know that i feel what, what like you don't give a man enough of a chance what do y'all mean what what do y'all mean Okay, because when a woman's like, oh, I want a man that makes six figures. I want somebody that's going to be able to take care of me, this, that, and the third. Men are like, oh, that's unrealistic. Okay. You you bougie. You want this, that, and the third. It's, it's like... There's so many videos on TikTok, like, on YouTube. People that... Y'all got to show me Guys that do know, podcasts that say stuff like this. I know what you're talking like, about. Just, I don't know. 
don't know what it is. It's just like I will say. I don't think black men be liking black women no more. For real. What? what? Not in the way that black no, women need no, and deserve no, to be No, like. no, no, no. Take the NBA, the NBA draft for example. Yes, yes, yes. Every single bro, bro okay, we can, person we that was drafted comes from a mixed household with a white with a white with a white mom and a black dad. Why is that? Why are our athletes not well, black? I, I've seen something well, like that before. It was like the it was they were honestly, mixed and then the son had yes. went with a white girl and then mm-hmm. they just messing up they just messing it up that's honestly more. i can't tell I you because that's not what i'm into and but honestly the majority y'all see y'all see lebron james he he got a uh, okay he got the same one, same one i understand one but out he, of how he got d wade d wade they got the same wife since you feel me but okay look, look at his son Kobe. have y'all seen Bronny's girlfriend White, Asian, white, white, right. which is mind blowing because so this is the new right. generation that's coming up that are making these decisions. To but Bernie is yeah. in LA. I don't think it's a, yeah. He's, a, he's that's why he's around. These brothers are lost. No, I don't think. I mean, I don't think proximity matters mm-hmm. because when I was if in, you oh, like wait, black wait, women, okay, you'll okay, find okay, black okay. women. I, There's black people in Cali. I, I could tell I you that. Say, <laughs> yeah, but he be hanging out. Oh wait, no, that's Bryce. Hmm. I'm about to say Bryce be hanging out with um P Diddy's daughters. Right. But that that's I don't think they're gonna date. Like that that's really the only. Oh, other but. people black people at Sierra Canyon though at their school no that doesn't mean you it's have a to lot of um, black celebrity daughters that go there for they real. have options they let's do. be for real they will definitely they got options they ain't gonna lie like just celebrity kids like it's they could okay. literally have anybody they want but. they're just you know. I love Brownie y'all that's I wanna go see Brownie play but <laughs> for real um, back to the dang. colorism and texturism <laughs> alright colorism is still a problem because people still keep to keep perpetuating the old way of thinking like even at home right um which is why it's hard for me to go back home because when you go to college and you learn certain stuff stuff your family do it will irritate you so right. we're all sitting mm-hmm. down um listening to music vibing and stuff and they're just talking i'm scared for this first thanksgiving <laughs> no <laughs> better be because <laughs> your family gonna say some stuff you're gonna be like girl what i'm gonna be real though i think black people as a whole need to take accountability yeah. for colorism because yeah. we're the only group that does that no we're not because like, if you're a darker hispanic they'll also um yeah like but honestly I, I'm a, it's just I'm racism in america i feel like we're the only group that lets it set us back this far let's talk about the texturism texturism yeah. as a stop saying good hair as like, a black journalist Ugh. having braids having not being able to be on the news because curly hair oh, that's um, wild yeah that's that's, that's I can't make a, a reel uh, without getting thing, a sew in like, or a wig or something that's why I started like going to interviews my hair in the throat no, right. no cut right, uh, like messy twist I, I just, feel like as long as you're clean and you're groomed and you feel good they can't help but to assimilate to what you're doing I know what it is I take pride in like really surprising people mm-hmm. like people will look at me they'll get a like preconceived notion and then i'll sit down for an interview and then they'll start speaking to me and be like oh my god like this like he knows what wow. he's saying like he's yeah he's intelligent wow <laughs> like mm-hmm. and so yeah that's that's really why my mom when i had got uh like tattoos on my arm and she was like why would you i'm like because mm-hmm. i want to break this like the stigma right. like like i want Jay-Z them i, I want the them you feel me I, I really want Jay-Z, them to look at me Jay i Cole. want them to assume and then when they speak to me right. i want them to be like oh wow so brother the anthony we actually argued about this last year but i was talking about how certain um professional settings having such a stress code mm-hmm. is just kind of racist to me Mm-hmm. Or just it just limits your creativity because why can Sally come with a messy bun and it mm. be fine? 
but I can't come with a puff yeah. or I can't come with, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I feel like as long as you're groomed and you're clean, like there's no issue. But I think it starts at home too, because mm-hmm. I don't think our parents really understand the type of stuff they say and how they say it. Like saying, oh yeah, that baby got good hair. And then you do somebody else's hair like the net, like two minutes later and you're just like, oh child, she's so tender, her hair is so nappy. Like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. people hear that and they internalize that type of stuff. So people grow up thinking like, dang, well, also I just want to put off the record. I do not believe in hair types. I think they're all a scam mm-hmm. and curl types are all dumb. What you mean? Like 4C, 3C, all that? It's crap. Well, I think that's used to depreciate how you take care of your hair. I don't think so, though. So you think we all can use the same product? I do. I can't. I can't. Nah, I I want to say that. I stopped using hair products, period. Because all that happens is your hair gets so, like, used to it. It But that's like medicine, too, though. It is, but medicine is something that we use to medicate when you see the problem. Mm -hmm. If you're using hair products every, 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 every day and you gotta go to the store and buy them what happens when you can't buy them anymore so do you make your own products or you just don't I use like water shape I ain't gonna lie to y'all everything that your body needs is on this earth in its natural form so if it's something that's coming from like a a very Caribbean background my mom she doesn't let me um you know like we don't believe in a lot of medicines like Mm -hmm. we don't believe in a lot of products there's herbs there's different you know things that you can eat use put in your hair aloe turmeric um anything and like there's so many different things yeah that actually work you know that like a lot of people just won't know about because one is either not their culture or two they're they've just lived in this society so long to where they feel like they need to go to the store and they have to buy this product what do you think is in that product that these people made and are selling to you the same they had to and get the stuff from somewhere they're not even so, using the product that they're selling you that's very true they don't use that they don't they do not use that product they don't use it and the stuff that they put in the commercial is not even in the product like garnier from seeds their whole thing is like avocado right you look at the ingredient thing it don't have no avocado mm-hmm. it may have avocado oil but mm-hmm. deep in the middle and y'all know how ingredients work whatever mm-hmm. is the first ingredient that's what the most is so me personally i feel like in order to be- break the texturism barrier i think we'd have to stop using as many of these hair products and i mean that would help the economy as well but stop using so many hair products and just embracing your natural hair pattern just embracing it and just being like okay and the reason i say that about the whole curl pattern thing is because nobody in their whole head got one curl pattern you may have most of your hair is for but there's gonna be like multiple curl patterns in your head and then there's also curl patterns that don't even fall on that chart so it's like a person selling you a product saying oh this is gonna work for you just because your hair is this curly to me that doesn't make any sense Mm, i'll say in general i feel like we kind of just have to get to the point where we normalize every single type of hair texture and hair type because i'll say for myself when i did have hair i had a fro um it was it was to the point to where it was around my freshman year of college i was in an engineering um, organization or llc and i was a part of a design competition it was the day we were supposed to present and she was like and mind you our liaison was black 
but she wasn't gonna let me present because how my hair was looking and i was like i picked out my hair i did everything i i even got a cut and everything so it was like i i don't see what i'm what? doing wrong so she was like did you pick your hair i was like yeah she yeah, was like number she was like i ain't gonna say no names or none of that but she was like i refuse to let you represent um the family fsu <gasps> college of engineering like this you got a few minutes to get yourself right or you're not presenting she wanted you to get a relaxer <laughs> right what i don't know but but I had realized and I learned that she, a little bit later, she actually graduated from FSU. I thought she graduated from FAMU, which is what blew me. But I had realized, I was like, she's probably been surrounded by all of these different people and kind of fell into the ideal that we as black people, we the standard is like the Eurocentric type, um, at least in regards to hair. That's the standard that we have to meet. Like she was like, if your hair isn't in the perfect fro, then that kind of that means your hair is too nappy in relation to like you know the white that's my thing too but my thing is i think she was trying to meet the perfect quota of you know how how white people's hair are straight she kind of wanted to kind of align our hair as as perfectly and as possible as we could to that standard but i'm like hair gotta do with the work she wanted you to be that's my girl. thing too right. and that's just from the hair standpoint but there are so many different aspects of just being authentically black and being myself that i feel like i had to switch in order to fit the standard of what's you know the right way within corporate and just within i guess the world that we live in today but all that to say i feel like we definitely just gotta take a leap of faith and we just gotta step into that point where we're comfortable in our own skin and our hair enough to where we don't really yeah we don't really care enough to kind of fit the standard we all do it what they gonna do they can't fire you they can't they need you bad they have the um they put the crown act in place for that yeah yeah they did yeah shout out to them you know what oh y'all had y'all had something to say what right I was gonna say this is a perfect transition to go into the next topic. It's the topic is is code switching still necessary today? Mm. Well, that's mine. That's yours. Okay, so shout out to brother Kyle. I know we shout him out like every episode. Mm-hmm. It's because does he, he listen to the show? I hope he do. <laughs> I mean, I got him tomorrow. I'm gonna tell him. To, I'm gonna tell so, him to listen. So, yeah, drop, I'm a, listen. drop a clues bomb for yeah, uh, brother yeah. Kyle. Let's give a yeah, brother Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> so. Um, Brother Kyle really helped me. He changed my life freshman year. And um, I took his class and he was telling us that um, other races don't have to code switch. White people, they can be white wherever they are. In the workplace, they act the same exact way they act when they're at a barbecue. Mm-hmm. And um, I thought about that and he was saying, I, I have, he basically told us that he hasn't code switched in like 20 years. And you so, could tell too. If yeah, you know you Brother Kyle, tell. you could tell. And I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to try that. So, so I stopped code switching my freshman year of college and it worked it's really hard to like no nah, it is it's, it's really yeah. hard because you don't notice how much you do stuff you do it when yeah you're, when you're in like in your head you don't realize how much of a barrier you had in your personality and things like that and a lot of people feel like you have to cold switch to get a job or to keep a job or when you answer the phone you got to put on your white voice yeah but at the same time if they don't want to give you proper service with your regular tone mm-hmm. then why would you want to work with them anyway yeah so That's just how I feel. what's the difference between code switching and being professional okay 
So being um, professional. Okay, so I'll say being professional is just not using slang words. It's not how you act to me. I feel like you can be professional and use slang. Yeah, I don't think. I don't think so. Because that's basic. Because when you think about it, that's basically saying like you can't use ebonics. And I've heard, I've heard white corporate workers use slang and get away with it. So I'll say, I'll say, I think, I think it depends on the slang. Yeah, I was gonna say our slang is a little. I don't think it's a different, and it's not gonna be accepted. Some people are a little bit heavy. That's the whole point, though. Like you cognitively, like you know, it's not gonna be accepted. But the whole point is not to be accepted. The point is to accept yourself. Mm -hmm. But it's like you want to be different, and you want to like oh accept myself, but you also want to get the job. So Eh, how bad do I really want the job if I can't be myself, though? Me personally. I True. never called a switch before mm-hmm. Ever in my life Like It's been times people told me to Like like senior no, year for yeah, Yes for senior Like for um Was it scholarships Like you know how you on that run Your whole senior yeah. year Trying to get scholarships People would tell me Like do this do that Like no bro They don't want to give it to me They don't want to give That's it to me At the I end of the day Like it is what it is Out of all the time I've known Tamia She has sounded the same Right 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 it is what it is You gonna give it to me Or you not I ain't gonna beg for you There's one thing Yeah always another opportunity out there where the person's gonna want you for your authentic self mm-hmm. and it's 2022 i think people don't understand that cold switching came from back in the day like where you couldn't leave your house without a three-piece suit on or else yeah. they would think that you had nowhere to go they would think that you were a bum just yeah black. it's 2022 we have people who are content creators we have people we have so many different careers and you telling me that i can't say ain't in finna mm-hmm. for what <laughs> if i was white i'd be able to say it so I, I'm not saying because I feel like close what you don't mean you have to talk in slang. It just means talk how you want to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Like if you're gonna stop close switching, you don't have to just automatically go crazy if that's just not how you talk for real. For real. Like the way I talk is like I feel like I still talk pretty proper. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Y'all know I, I, like, I agree. But like you know, sometimes you you're not as relaxed when you're code switching. Is what I'm saying. Mm, no, you're always like real tight, uptight, and you're just yeah. You're gonna be conscious to of the in. stuff you're trying to say. Yeah, and I just feel like that's so limiting as a as a community and as a society. Why are we doing that? And the biggest thing I hate too that I've experienced too, especially with corporate companies, they'll preach about how we want all the diversity and we want all yep. the authenticity, but. <laughs> When I'm my I'm my true 100% authentic self, then you're going to think that, oh, why is he here? Right. He don't fit in this establishment. He don't belong here. Exactly. I've experienced more issues with black people when I stopped code switching than with white people. Because, I mean, around that time, I got my first job and like white people would ask me certain stuff like, oh, is that all your hair or like stuff like that? Mm-hmm. And I'm, I would just be like, oh, yeah. Just playing around, you know what I mean? I would just be like, I would be myself, and it would it would be regular. But a lot of black people would be like, "Oh, girl, you might want to tone it down. Like, oh, you might not want to like give one hundred percent. Oh, you gonna wear your hair that's, like that? Or you gonna yeah. be sure? No, don't say that because like honestly, they might be looking at us. Mm-hmm. I've experienced more of that with people. Who you look you, like you want to know what it is? I found that, and I'm gonna say this is uh this got this is like with my homeboys as well. Like we'll be in a public setting, bro, mm-hmm. and sometimes like I'll just be speaking or like I might get a little loud. They'll just be like. Bro, why are you so loud, bro? They're gonna start looking at us. I'm like, so and what? It, like, like, so what? Like, what yeah. are they gonna do to you? Okay, I, don't think I feel a problem with black. Like, like honestly, I understand people that are just unnecessarily loud at yeah. times. But like, I'm talking about sometimes we'll just be having like casual conversation. Right. We'll get amped up. So right. we'll, you feel me? The levels change. They'll, bro. Why you? Or, or like one time I forgot where we were at, but I pulled out like um my phone or something okay. to take a picture. Bro, I'm finna walk away, bro. Why you taking a picture, bro? They're gonna start looking, bro. It's a picture. 
structure. Yeah. Right. But they're going to do beat it's you me, up. It's like subconsciously, <laughs> you feel like you don't belong here. Exactly. Because it's like, yeah. well, you are people fought for us yeah. to be here. Right. Our people fought for us to be here. Like, why are you so mad? Because so, like, I'm oh, trying to take a picture. Like, bro, now, like, you're in a setting where you ain't got no business, like Coleman or something like that. Mm-hmm. People do get rowdy and right. and it's just like, it's oh, like, man. okay. But we in a public place. We in a mall. We anywhere. Outside. Y'all be like, noise police all of a sudden. Why? Mm-hmm. We're not on the plantation. Okay, no, so like, have, people laughing. White like, people don't have to do that. They they, don't. they do whatever white they please. Are so carefree, carefree. And I Y'all understand see that we feel like we can't have that because you know safety. It's, it could be a safety issue. But you laughing loud or enjoying your life, I don't think that's gonna cost you your life. I will say, you know, I think black people are more judgmental towards black people than other races because we just mm-hmm. we're always looking at oh why they do why How they do it like to perceive me it's always exactly. That. Exactly. Oh, I feel like that's even like that here at FAM too. Why do you care? That is the at biggest. FAMU, you cannot like let back. You go to a bro. You can't go to a party at FAMU without people without feeling like you're being watched. Yeah. You know what I mean? And people know that they're being watched, which is why they go to the party so they can feel watched mm-hmm. and watch other mm-hmm. people. But sometimes you just want to let loose and just and have, have fun. At FAMU, a lot of parties aren't like that because everybody's just so caught up in the hoopla. Phones are out. Nobody, it's not even, everybody's not even at the same location mentally. Yeah. We all just standing around like, okay, what y'all doing after this? Oh, <laughs> oh wow, she dancing. Wow, she killing it. Oh, Bro, <laughs> it really be blowing me because it's yeah. like, y'all Y'all ever go to white trash? They be in there, in there, turning up, making out, going. Got Monday. Now I'll be saying some of the stuff they do is kind of wild. I would never do that, but it's wild. But but honestly, they live, they live life. Boundaries. Definitely need boundaries. They live life to their fullest extent. Monkeypox was real at one point. They don't. They live life like they're literally in a movie. Yeah. Okay. So my my experience with code switching and all that of the sorts is like kind of completely opposite because my entire life black people have told me oh you sound too proper yeah you, ooh, you a little oreo you're too proper why are you acting like this why are you like that you're a white person with a black body yeah they were like oh you're whitewashed this and the third but really i'm so in my head i was like why do i have to be Mm-hmm. quote unquote like ghetto, ghetto. Yeah. why do yeah. I have to use slang be mm-hmm. loud like why do I have to do that for me to be considered black yeah. so that's my, what my experience has been and I'm I'm gonna say it I'm guilty of being that friend that's been like hey y'all y'all a little loud <sighs> and mm-mm, I don't do it because I feel like white people are watching I do it because as a personally I'm I'm not shy, but I'm very to myself. So when you're drawing attention to the group, it's like, oh, I don't like people watching me. Let's dig deeper. You know what I think it is? And I do feel like I belong. So let's not go there. I think think black people have a very deep, deep identity crisis. They don't know. We. Yes, we. We have a very, very (laughs) deep. (laughs) You know why I said that? Because honestly, (laughs) Yeah, I've came to a point where I've accepted myself and I really could care less right. what anybody else would think. No, and that's how I feel too. So like so. so like I think, you know, a lot more of us need to get to that yeah. point. I but it's just like it's more um it's called reaction therapy. Y'all ever heard of that? Mm-mm. Where you like do one embarrassing thing a day to like delete embarrassment in your brain. Oh yeah. Embarrassment doesn't. My friend said that. Like he'll go into a restaurant and just lay on the floor. Yeah. 
and I'm not saying you gotta do all that. That floor could have been dirty, boy. Yeah, I would enjoy <laughs> it, but what I'm saying is like in the event that your friends are laughing really loud, right? And then they start drawing, then attention is being drawn. Like, what's the worst that can happen? Mm-hmm. What is the worst that can happen? Nobody's okay, here's an example. Be like, be quiet. Be quiet. <laughs> they Why might. So they have. They will. And, 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 all right, all right. Okay, okay they walk up. <laughs> Why y'all so loud? Because we want to be. Now what? Now what? <laughs> What, what's gonna happen? Why you can't kick me out because I'm loud. Soon. They can though. No, they can't. I, no, I don't cannot. know. Y'all. <laughs> if you're a patron of a place, they can't kick you out. You they can can't do. We day. we think all this. They can't do this. They can't do that. But we've seen time after time that they've done it. So Who's kicked you out of where? Let's I've never been kicked out of anything because exactly. <laughs> they they not y'all missing the point. Y'all, man, not, y'all they missing the point. Y'all the point. What I'm saying is, like, you gotta be free. Okay, I'm free. I'm free. Okay, so let me free ask y'all this, just for people in general, for Thank God Almighty, for a black, <laughs> because for our wait, wait, wait. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So for for y'all specifically for Jamal and Haji, how would y'all? What would y'all suggest to the people basically on how to be free if they feel uncomfortable? They want to be free, but they don't know how to you get there. Do it uncomfortably. Like Listen. that's the thing. You, ha- you just have to. What did you do? Because it's not that easy. It's just saying that. Listen, it's not, you know it's what not, I tell myself? Pra- you have to keep practicing. You know what? I- Listen, I say this almost every day. I'll be like, what are they going to do? Beat me up? That's exactly what I say. Uh, that's I, not the... Uh, I don't know, y'all. Like, like, like... What you mean by being like, free, though? Like, just really, living like, life? Like, I live like, life. I'm happy, you know? Really <laughs> really I go into like, the building. I'm not really scared about getting about kicked it, out. Y'all. God, what my are height. they going to do? <laughs> But it's just up. like sometimes I'll, you just want to be okay, like. But think about a, a, a noxious white man walking into the establishment. Bro, You're gonna be like, listen, "Ooh, this is the key." Y'all not understanding. We're not saying he to be a, we're not, Okay, we're so not then saying. then we gonna be looking at him like, "What is he doing? Okay, he but doing too much." Bree, they have the freedom to do it. To do that, they've had it, and so do for you. So long, and you know what else? We've earned that. They haven't even earned it, and they're living that free. I, I no, get what y'all saying. I get what y'all saying that we have the freedom. And to honestly, I'm not live saying carelessly. I'm and saying, I'm not free. saying like going to you store. Ah, just, like, <laughs> yeah, but if me. you in Walmart and you let a rip and you just so happy to be alive and you laughing, you're behind <laughs> off and your stomach hurt, gut laughing after. You should not feel guilty. Man, ain't but, nobody kicking me out of Walmart. Right? That's fact. But listen, <laughs> listen, y'all. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with you laughing, having a good time. What I'm saying is there's a time and a place for all of that. Walmart is. Literally the time and place. Listen, 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 listen. I don't understand. Like where? Why people, like where's the time and place? Why people like? Believe. Because even as a white person, there's still a time and a place. I'm gonna look at a white person the same way I'm gonna look at a black person if they being loud and where, where running can't, around. Where can't you be loud and running around at? Why you gotta be loud and running around in a store? Like get your yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No. I can't agree on I that. She would go to a restaurant. You could have said a fancy restaurant. Yeah. We had a fancy <laughs> restaurant. Y'all just know, gotta have some decorum, like. But like, but decorum like, don't apply in public places. At all. What? So where does it apply? Get right. That applies in a courthouse, in a library. No, no, no. There's no, okay. other places have decorum. decorum in a Walmart. What you mean by We're decorum? We're not saying in the Walmart, like, though, but there's other places. It's like, something like you're saying. There's no decorum that applies anywhere else but school and the library. What? Library, the courthouse. Like what? You know the workplace, places like that. I'm not saying you can't. Like what? You and your friends out at Starbucks and y'all laughing. What's wrong with that? You can laugh. Nobody laugh. Have question. a good time. Like what? <laughs> what? Name a place. So what? Like what? What? What are you asking? I'm asking. Where's the other where, place? Where can, where can <laughs> we have Nobody the forum? Just do it. Keep saying like what? 
Like what? What? What's the question? <laughs> nah, nobody don't know the what's question. What's the question? <laughs> what places can you not have decorum? Your house. Okay, thank you. I mean, you already have said decorum. that. It depends on the time and the place. Where and when? That you can't have decorum. That you can just be free and wild. Yeah. Outside. That's the only place. Outside. When you which when it's just you and your friends and a and like See, that's you know, the problem. The right movies. There. That's the problem. The right movies. There. Why why you wanna That's what I'm saying. The movies. Well, of course. The movies See, it's a quiet it's a, switch and we we so close to letting it go. We, we But oh. why do you have to be so like no, loud I know what it, in order you know to have fun? I'm not saying everybody has to be like that, but if that's natural like I'm a naturally loud human being. Like I'm naturally right, loud. but you're naturally loud so and proper it, and okay. It's not gonna be I'm like, girl, oh my gosh, ah! Like what? If I was though, that's what would be the problem? No, I don't think that's a problem. Listen, I don't think it's a problem either. Listen, you just said that the only time you know you're allowed to be loud and is when you're with your friends. You know why are you? Like why are you only allowed to be your authentic like self? Civil rights movement. Oh my. Why are you only allowed to be? your authentic self around people that know you you should be your authentic self wherever, wherever you, you go. go i ain't gonna lie we that's get, not what i'm saying so you y'all telling me you telling me brother kyle don't got decorum brother kyle don't got decorum brother kyle does have decorum that's what i'm saying i'm agreeing that's that's in a different yeah even with brother kyle i don't know who brother kyle is brother kyle yeah you gotta brother kyle jump jump right get his point across in a room and be like oh wow yeah, a ghetto professor. Yeah, you're gonna be like, okay, so what? right. But I promise you, you're gonna learn more from this class than any other class you take. That's definitely true. Okay, I'm not saying true. you can't jump on the table. I'm just saying I'm gonna look at you like <laughs> I'm gonna look at you like why is he on the table? And, and you gotta be ready to to have will. that. But like Ma said, you're not gonna fight him. What you gonna right, do? Come on. Right. You gonna look at him? You gonna learn? You gonna right. sit there? You right. gonna sit there and listen? Everybody just be used to it like this, right? Like, like oh, here he go again. Just, you like, already know. Quiet and timid and like. That's fine. Like, if you're just naturally not that person, like, you're just not super loud. But what I'm saying is, in the event that you do get loud or in the event that you do get what they would call ghetto, don't really like that word. So what? Embrace it. I will say, too, because there's been too many times that were between my people, my teachers, they'd be like, hey, you talking too loud. And it's like... I don't know what you want me to do. This is how I talk. Right. Like, it's like, I tried my whole life, but it's like, this is how my voice is. I'm going to be real. As a kid, I was never the loud kid. I was always quiet. I didn't speak a lot. I stayed to myself. As I got older, I started, you know, kind of breaking out of my shell more, mm-hmm. becoming more outspoken, becoming more open to people. And I look back and I, was, and I think, was I quiet because I was a quiet person or was I quiet because I was just scared of what people, what people would think? Mm-hmm. I was like that too. I, w- I was scared of what people was going to say. Exactly. And I realized when I got older, I don't care what these people got to say. Right. So I started being more like How you myself. Be. And it annoys me because, like I said, when I'm around people that are just very, very caught up in what others have to think, them people is not paying your bills. Them people is not giving you no job You're opportunity. Out on life them people, because them people is not yeah. showing you no love. Like, that's why when you find your people, just think with your people because it's really hard to like have group mergers and stuff yeah a lot of people at FAMU really care about what other FAMU students think you've never met this person you only know them off Instagram yeah literally. and you mean to tell me you're not gonna dance at a party because literally. you don't want people to see you dancing at a party literally okay that 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 doesn't make sense to me the the part that she said i'm agreeing yeah. in agreement. like they be real uptight like oh no like, like because, people people go to party bro, i'm not for the you dance, walk in first bro. you walk in first i i don't know yeah i don't want to get the juice even though i am a very okay like, honestly, let's not make a scene type of chick yeah uh-huh. 
I'm also a I'm gonna do what I want type chick. Like I'm gonna walk into that party. I'm gonna dance. I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the type of person to walk into a room. I'm gonna speak to everybody. Right. You right. walk into the elevator. How was your day? How you right. doing, girl? Hey, let's just. Exactly. Personally, I feel like if you're not going to a party to have fun, why are you why there in the first they? place? Oh. If you're worried about what everybody and your mama thinking about what you're doing, you don't need to be there. You should just stay at home. Especially at a party, I feel like that's a different environment. That's we all off something maybe kind of sort of you know you know you know. So if you see if you see the senator in there dancing, don't judge the senator. Right. As long as the senator getting his job done and we haven't. I right, wish all right, y'all right, 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 right. the books is balanced. I don't see some people. It's like how dare you show your. <laughs> how dare how dare you show your face yeah but if they got their stuff going because i'm in a lot of positions i'm doing a lot of stuff mm-hmm. but i'm gonna still go to the party go to the club i'm not going the day we're college students but but mm-hmm. this is another thing when you go to that party when you go to that event have fun but know when is enough now there is party etiquette that's a whole nother thing well that's what i'm saying but life etiquette party etiquette you just gotta know yeah. when is the right time to do something and when it's not yeah. the right time to do so something. even then so, though in my opinion in certain cases like say if you go to bajas and then you get like super drunk right and you're like super loud like you're falling on the floor which obviously is not having proper party etiquette like it's right it's kind of obnoxious you just but you're in college i know y'all done been on tennessee street mcdonald's y'all don't see all the white people over there like that then people not losing internships because of that Sometimes. everybody knows that you're in college and that you're going to live your life that's just how i feel most of the time i've never seen anybody lose opportunity for something like that i've seen people lose more opportunities for stuff that they've said yeah rather than you get super drunk and you're falling out and your friends had to drag you home. So I feel like, I'm not saying go and- Go crazy. Go crazy. I don't know, but if um, if I was to see somebody of important status on the floor at the club, flat out drunk. You would, you would want to rescind your vote? Not rescind my vote, but I'd be like <laughs> questioning like, hmm, hmm. Does taking prep using contraceptives while you're in a relationship mean that you don't fully trust your partner? Well, Absolutely not. You- what? So, okay, I'm gonna tell y'all the backstory, but I'm making quick. Wait, I, wait, can y'all? You didn't miss nothing. You didn't okay, miss. I'm saying, can y'all say that again? Okay, does taking prep using contraceptives while you're in a relationship mean that you do not fully trust your partner? Using condoms. Like, using what? condoms. Because you want to be safe. Like, what prep is prep? Taking oh. prep. Oh, prep is like, it's a. Okay, so. <laughs> And I'm going to say this for everybody listening because a lot of college kids don't know what prep is. I, like, I don't I know I feel what like y'all overcomplicated this question. Prep is, no, I asked it for, specifically for a reason. Okay. Now, prep is a medication that you can take mm. that can prevent you from getting HIV to up to oh, 99%. Okay. Um, for those of you who may have HIV, it can also, it can make you undetected to the point where it doesn't show up and you can't give it to your partner. Mm. So prep is very good to have if you are active because you got to protect yourself you you never know you never okay. know so right. that's why i asked where do you so, wait, get so, prep from so prep is you can a... get prep from um i know the clinic that be out there on the set mm-hmm. you can talk to them they'll give you more information on how to get prep um you can ask your insurance company you can go to the... i never heard about that. I, me neither me yeah neither. that sounds like it needs it. to be like i heard uh commercials on the radio but about it what like so what? <laughs> the reason i asked this is because i went to this seminar a while back i went to this event um on campus and it was about it was centered around like hiv and like std prevention and stuff and i was there with one of my friends and i asked him oh they were giving condoms away mm-hmm. and i was like do you need any because i'm a collector but i huh? I, I, mm-hmm. I, have, <laughs> huh? 
I collect, but I have too many. So I was like, do you need any? They giving out condoms, right? And he was just like, what do I need those for? I have a girlfriend and I'm loyal. And I was like, okay. Uh, <laughs> and not, I mean, I, that's I a different trying, case. I was trying to be though. offensive, but I was like, no, at the same time, though. I was like, what's your point? But some people think they don't have to use condoms because their only worry is STDs. And then if they're loyal to their partner, then there is no STD. So the only other problem is pregnancy. And if she's on birth control, then they're like, oh, okay, we safe. Right. But the thing about it is, I, I think the reason it's such a touchy subject was because nobody wants to hear that their partner is cheating on them. But right. we're in college. But honestly, like the answer is always, oh, we're loyal. I don't believe these uh these women out here, so I just choose protection. <laughs> That's I. So you use condoms 100 percent of the time. Yep. Uh-huh. I feel like even if you do trust women too, yes, I, it doesn't hurt. It's tr- yeah, it's protecting <laughs> because it's protecting both parties. Why you say um? Oh. And with, I'm not lie, y'all. With prep, like I think one of my biggest fears is like being married mm-hmm. and contracting HIV as a married woman. Like that is like such a big fear for me. So I feel like even if I'm married or if I'm just active, I'm gonna be on prep just because yeah. it doesn't hurt. It makes so, sense. are you asking the questions as far as okay, if we don't use condoms or prep or whatever, then I don't trust you? Yeah, that's what I mean. Think, it was like, like okay, say if y'all had a partner uh-huh. and they basically told y'all that they was on prep, like would y'all be mad? No, no, definitely not. Because that's you. I feel like that's a, that's a, that's something right. you're doing to take care of you right. and us. So, like, if you're in an actual relationship with that person, like y'all are together. Yeah. I mean, it ain't hurting. So if y'all in a relationship with somebody and y'all don't use contraceptives, like usually y'all don't use contraceptives, and then they want to use one one day, would y'all be mad? I'll question it. Yeah, yeah, like, I'll be like, why? Because it's just yeah. weird to go from, oh, you never, never used it till you want to like, like what's going on? It's gonna bring up some type of suspicion. Yeah. Because it's going to be like... That's why... I personally would want my partner to get tested regularly. Mm-hmm. True, that too. Regardless of right my to partner's getting tested, I'm getting tested. I'm not going to yeah. tell that man every time I get tested. Mm. got to keep him on their toes. Oh, cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, keep him on their toes is crazy. Hey, kids. <laughs> yeah. Wrap up your willy. Don't be silly. Right. Fact. Like, a baby is not even... Because you don't want that latex. A baby, a baby is that, the least. I think I'm latex. latex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Lil Wayne. <laughs> Uh, that was so corny. That was it for my question, y'all. I mean, we, 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 nah, use I condoms. Know. Use condoms. Take go back. But for real, y'all, y'all really should at um look do research on prep. Wait, so college. y'all would use condoms with y'all's spouse? Yeah, mm, talking about depends. talking about like wife. Like y'all got kids together? That's your wife? No, no, no. no. Yeah. Would I use contraceptives with my spouse? Yes. For what? Yeah. No. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I, I'm. I, no, I ain't gonna do it at that point. <laughs> right, right. You already got kids. At that like, point, it is what it is. It is what it is. <laughs> it is what it is. But um, if that's pretty much it, we gonna give our shout outs real quick, y'all. Um, I would like to give a shout out to the March 100 Hub 100. Shout out to um, them boys through a wild one. Who's born right. for the March 100? Okay, so shout out to the band president Samuel. Oh Lord. <laughs> Gotta get their soundboard together. Oh <laughs> you gotta get it together. Oh my god. Oh, that, oh, okay, that. so shout out to Simon Musler, shout out to the Anthony Jameson, shout out to Jeffrey Allen, shout out to Ashante, shout out to Raina, shout out to Lindsay, shout out to Kyla Waller, shout out to Jay, shout out to my mother and my stepfather. And shout out to all y'all, all the co-hosts. Yeah. I feel a bit closer and closer by the Okay, 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 okay. 
Um, I'm gonna give a shout out to my homegirl Jada. Give a shout out to uh, my homeboys uh, D2, Kai, Mari, Don, Sam. Uh, shout out all my tribe brothers. Yo. Yeah. Um, <laughs> big shout out to uh, Terrence Ward. Drop a clues bar for Terrence Ward. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah uh, shout out to fam that's really it shout out to brother kyle but yeah. brother kyle drop a clues while <laughs> you can have him as a guest i'm saying that would be a great no, show that would be a great show that's that why you meet this man the myth of the legend the myth of the legend right. <laughs> i want to hear us no more <laughs> right. um y'all can go ahead i got y'all it's brianna j if you didn't know shout out to um fam you football team for bringing home another win last week and shout out to all the seniors who played their last home game. <laughs> um, shout out to my BSLS sisters. Shout out to all my friends and family. My mama, my, my mama, my brother, my sister. Um, um, I think that's it. Shout out to everybody that's listening. Shout out to all the faithful listeners that tune in every Tuesday at every, 11. Yeah, shout out 12 to y'all. Or whenever that is posted. But yeah. Shout out to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, it's Nyla. Um, I really just want to give a shout out to my Venom sisters because Aww. we um we danced at our last home game for this um you know this season. And they did lovely. <laughs> y'all gonna be at the basketball games, right? Yes, we are. Okay, but you sure. know football just got you know. No, I feel you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so, already yeah, know. I just want to shout them out and my mama. I love my mama and my daddy because my daddy came to see me dance this weekend. I love my daddy. Shout out to, uh, shout out to the, all the, uh, the, the the good fathers. Shout out to Ryan's grandmother. Happy birthday, grandma. I was going to give it a oh, shout yeah. out. Appreciate it. Sure. <laughs> my bad. Man, this week, shout out to me and my professors, man. Grades. My grades are so bad. I ain't even going to lie to you. I went from an F to a B. Like, won't God do it? What he doing? All the time. Do it, bro. All the time. Right Amen. in time for Christmas, Thanksgiving. I don't got to worry about it no more. So shout out to me and my professors, man. Give me these bombs. Do y'all hear the. Y'all hear them? <laughs> <laughs> like, my tripping or y'all hear but anyways, so it's your boy Ryan. First shout out to okay. God always. Uh, shout out to the crew, uh, Millennials in Motion crew. Um, grateful to have y'all here as always. Uh, shout out to my grandmother. She will be turning eighty this weekend. Woo! So shout out to her. Yeah, grandma. Uh, shout out to all my family, friends, and loved ones who be supporting me, who be support the show. Uh, tune in every week and sh- shout out to all the other. Uh, all the other crew members who'll be tuning in it was funny actually i was on the elevator with the anthony one of our uh, bblv brothers the other day yeah. that boy deacon <laughs> we was on the elevator friend but wait, wait wait hear me up so we was on the elevator and it was a random girl i ain't never met before she was like she heard my voice she was like hey you you on the podcast right and i was like yeah millennials in motion and she was like yeah i really mess with y'all show <laughs> Yeah. I was like, okay, we on the maps. Shout no cap. So shout out to her. I really forgot her name. I apologize. <laughs> I asked her thing. <laughs> her name started with a J though. I want to say it was Jada, but I, I, I'm the widow. I don't know. But big shout out to her. So that 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 made my day for sure. But we on the maps, y'all. We 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 getting up we there getting for there, sure. There. But yeah. But that was pretty much it, y'all. Wait. Uh, oh. Uh, we forgot mm-hmm. to do the keyword. Today's keyword will be clues bomb. Oh God! Get rid of this soundboard. <laughs> Take this away. Today's <laughs> word will be MacBook. Mac? Why MacBook? You know why? What? 
Oh, right, right. So I guess it's MacBook. I, I guess. I be, guess. Should it be holiday themed since it's November though? Yeah, it's, it should be. Um, if you made it turkey, turkey leg. <laughs> if you leg. if you drop any one of them, we done gave like five words. Turkey it's leg, like, MacBook, or clues bomb. Clues bomb. Yeah. Bomb. Clues bomb. bomb. Yeah. So yeah. Y'all know what to do. Just put. It also, in the if you put this um this keyword in the box or send it to us, you'll be featured on the show. Okay. I don't know if y'all knew okay. that. So that's the purpose of the keyword. Mm-hmm. So if you wanted to express your feelings and your opinions on this mic, drop that word. And trust me, you want to be on this mic. Okay. But that's pretty much it for this episode, y'all. We'll see y'all next episode. Y'all have a good one. Peace. Bye, Bye y'all. Millennials in Motion is a product of WANM FM 90.5 in the School of Journalism and Graphic Communication at Florida A&M University.